and the skill. If you're tying your shoes, there's another one. Is that a skill? You can tie your shoes. Is that a habit? The answer, <laughs> exactly. The answer is it's both. Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. All righty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals, H2G. The original, the first, the one, <laughs> the one and only. We were preaching habits to goals back in 2010 when most people were saying, well, if you want to achieve your goals, you want to avoid bad habits. Why were they saying that? Because habit has a negative uh, connotation and that has all changed, and now we're here 12 years later, and we are going to address today's MBM is habits and skills, habits and skills. Um, I'll hit you with my GTR. This is, this is a bit mind-blowing. So I told you I went. So the short story, and I'll try to make this as quick as possible, we, we go on this surf trip. I'm invited by a great man. I'm not too worried. I literally don't know anybody else on the boat. The great man, Drew, that has invited me, his two sons, young men, they're both 32-ish, 34-ish, something like that. Uh, so we go on this trip. Everywhere the boat pulls up, except for the last two days, we are the only guys surfing these waves and it we we truly scored the the gtr is what follows we we get back from the trip and um there's a group chat on whatsapp somehow i miss it <laughs> so i'm late to the party but the one of the guys great guy eric he ends up um sending a picture with the book so he he found out i didn't I don't believe I was uh, talking about the book. There was, there was really, I, I think even writes, so this is where I'm going. So not only did he buy the book, then he read it. A lot of people buy books. Not everybody reads it. So he, he sends me the picture. Then he sends another picture, how he's integrating it at his company. And, uh, I say to him, first of all, you're you're my hero for doing this. Uh, and <laughs> to be fair, Drew Drew did the exact same thing. OMG! So he shared a picture. So I'm telling these guys, thank you. You're amazing. They're both reading the book. Um, I've done a very not good job. Have not been conscientious about asking for reviews, unlike many people out there. So. I go ahead and I say, hey, uh, if it's not too much trouble, just go ahead and share a review. Those They always help. Uh, anyways, a week later or two, 
he ends up posting a review that just floored me. So I'm incredibly grateful. Um, first that he, he read the book, then he liked the book, and then he took the time to share a review. So thank you, Eric, and thank you, Drew. An epic trip it was. In fact, I shared with Drew a chapter on the new book. All right, we gotta get, <laughs> we gotta get into this episode of habits and skills, habits versus skills. This is super important because a lot of people, and I mean like esteemed scientists, people who've spent a lot of time studying this stuff, um, I find when I listen to them and I read, I just read some more papers and I'm just blown away. I mean, they're so complicated. And then at the end of it, it just makes no sense. Um, and so what they're doing is they're tripping over themselves, trying to distinguish the difference between skills and habits. And, you know, Zen is, uh, Zen and Zen cones, the cones, K-O-A-N-S. I presume everybody knows what these are, but I guess it's a bit eclectic. The point of these is to separate us, break down our air quotes logic. So for instance, one of my favorites is today is the eighth day of the month. Tomorrow is the 13th. <laughs> have fun with that one. Uh, you can Google it, but I wouldn't recommend it. The whole point of these is for you to meditate on them, and then you will have your own personal epiphany. It may take a year. It may take a day. Um, so another one of my favorites is what is your face? What is your face before your parents are born? So the reason I'm bringing that up is is I think the challenge of these scientists, these super smart people, is they're so bound by language and logic, which sounds noble, um, that they run into <laughs> a bit of a roadblock. Because the truth is, the way I see it anyways, habit and skill are nearly identical Nearly identical. You say, well, a habit is a, uh, a performed behavior with little or no conscious thought. Great. And a skill, a high-level skill, if I'm a piano player, I'm a great uh, pianist. How did I get that high level of skill? That's right. I, I practiced to a point where it was habitual. Like I practiced every day. Three, four hours a day. And then that skill became highly refined. What I'm suggesting to you, and the more we learn about concepts like neuroplasticity, the more the separation between the two uh, becomes, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's <laughs> this is not the word I was looking for. It, it's less significant. So let's go through it. The idea is 
and and the piano is just perfect or we could ride a bike so in order to learn to develop the skill we had to practice by practicing we were developing the habit and the skill if you're tying your shoes there's another one is that a skill you can tie your shoes is that a habit the answer <laughs> exactly the answer is it's both you could you could make a nuanced and perhaps that's the word i was looking for distinction and say well you know i don't tie my shoe every day anymore but i still have the skill great that that only supports my argument to gain the skill you you had to practice you intentionally cultivated the habit that formed the skill and this is the big distinction and this is why i think it's so complicated overly complicated for some people forget that we can intentionally and we should be intentionally cultivating habits this is the the point behind the habit factors par methodology plan act record reassess you are a human you are not a rodent meaning it's not about cue or craving uh routine and reward i don't need a piece of cake if i do 100 floors on the stairmaster in fact that's the last thing i want i'm a human i decided i want to cultivate the fitness habit i want to achieve the goal of being more fit so three times a week so i set up a plan three times a week i'm going to do 100 floors you plan you act you record you recess at at the end of four weeks you tell me do i have the habit yet or do i have the skill and the answer is after four weeks probably neither but i'm on my way so habits and skills remember they go through we've talked about this often it's the four levels of competence this is learning four levels of learning everybody should know and understand and the reason they should know and understand is because <laughs> things are hard right everything's difficult before it's easy so when you understand the four levels of competence you know you're on on the path so the lowest level is unconscious incompetence you could look at it as a pyramid or stacked uh you know rectangles it really doesn't matter unconscious incompetence you don't even know how bad you are and then the next level is conscious incompetence you know how bad you are you've started to practice and you're like wow i really suck at the piano and then you keep practicing so you're intentionally cultivating the habit and the skill there they are right next to each other the habit and the skill so you're practicing you're practicing now you are consciously incompetent you know 
you're not very good. Or, excuse me, you, <laughs> let me, I'm going to pull up the, I want, uh, do I even have it up? Uh, levels of competence. So, unconscious incompetence, exactly what we said. You don't know how bad you are. Conscious incompetence. You know you suck. And then you have conscious competence. So, you're, you're, you're mildly good at playing the piano and you're aware of that. You have basic, that's, that's a beginner. That's maybe even intermediate. You know you are basically competent. You learn how to swim. You have basic competence, but you're not an Olympic swimmer. Now, the highest level is where Phelps is. Unconscious competence. Is that a habit or a skill? It's both. This is the point. And the challenge people have is they don't think about habit building like skill building. And yet they should. And I'm suggesting to you that the, the distinction is, is this language barrier. So when you look at this idea of neuroplasticity, all that tells us is we have the ability to rewire our brains. So something is slow. And I talk about this in the, uh, the TEDx from 10 years ago. Slow, conscious, it's in the executive frontal lobe of the brain. You're trying to decide how do I, where's the D, where's the C, where's the F key? And then um, over time, repetition, repetition, re the skill and the habit are being formed. And that neuro highway moves inches closer from the executive part of the brain toward this limbic system where instincts reside, right? This is where skills reside. This is why we can say a habit is a behavior with little or no conscious thought because it's residing in that, I think it's the hippocampus, the limbic system. It, it's, it's, <laughs> my buddy called it the, uh, neuro, Super highway, the high rent district. But we don't, it doesn't start there. When we're trying, uh, trying to tie our shoes for the first time, we're thinking it's painful. I remember my daughter crying because she was just so frustrated. And then the daughter, two years older than her, was reading the iPad, <laughs> reading the iPad while she's tying her shoes. So she, you can go from tying or crying, not tying, crying, to tying your shoes without even paying attention. And that is a habit and a skill. And so the key, the, the important takeaway for us, if we don't want to get into the weeds, is to simply realize the very important awareness that by following par, plan, act, record, reassess, we have the ability to intentionally cultivate habit and even skills. And 
built into this PAR process is the ability to elevate something called habit strength. So after one four-week period, we practice it again, whatever it is, and then the habit strength increases and we raise the bar. Maybe writing was 20 minutes the first four weeks. Now it's 40 minutes. Do I have the skill of writing after two months? Probably not. But is it better? Absolutely. Is the habit there? Probably not. Is it better? Absolutely. The key driver is the plan. We're not just subject to triggers and cues. We can use them, and we should. They're helpful, but they are not the key determinant. When you set up a plan, there's no better trigger or cue. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google PAR, P-A-R-R, and the habit factor. That is the key distinction. Well, well, all, <laughs> all these other habit books are promoting cue routine reward and craving, and I don't even know. Um, they're all following the, I want to call it the old school way of thinking that we're just subject to the environment. When we have intention, we have choice, we can practice things. And the, the closer we can move, the definition in our heads from habit to skill, not that they're the exact same thing. Again, kissing cousins, they're fraternal twins. They're very, very close. The closer we move that there, all of a sudden, nobody thinks of skills. Uh, skills don't have a, a bad connotation, right? They don't think smoking, drinking drugs, that's a skill. That's This just occurred to me. <laughs> and they don't think that skills are just going to happen. They know they got to practice them intentionally. And I guess that's the important distinction I keep trying to make is these are almost the same thing. It's a nomenclature. It's language that's separating them. We can call upon a skill. We can call upon a habit. We use practice to develop both. So just keep that in mind, and that is proof that PAR, <laughs> I'm breaking my hand, patting me on the back, that PAR is the difference. Plan, act, record, reassess. That is how you can intentionally cultivate a habit. And if you fall off track, meaning you don't track for a day or a week or a month because life got in the way. That doesn't matter. You just get back on track. The key is to track, to put intention behind it, to plan. It's very, very important. Think of habit, building a habit, just like building a skill. Again, they are essentially the same thing. All right, my friends, I beat that into the ground. Thank you very much. Catch you next week. Do not share this. Do not rate the show. Do not review the show. Uh, just kidding, sort of. All right, love your show. And that will do it. Thank you very much once again for joining me on this ride. Don't forget, 
If you are not subscribed, subscribeify. Go ahead and subscribe right now. Be sure to share the show. We greatly appreciate, if you're wondering how to support the show, ratings and reviews. Further, on that note, our proud sponsor, Audible.com. If you check out and go to audibletrial.com, audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals with the number two, just like the show, you can get a free 30-day trial. And with that, I want you to keep this in mind. Jim Rohn used to say, in five years, the difference in your life will be due to, and I'm chuckling because I, I amend this, it will be due to two things, the relationships you have fostered and the books you have read. Well, Audible Trial gives you, it makes it so easy to, I mean, one idea is all it takes to change your life. And so that's what Jim Rohn's getting at. Audible Trial makes it very easy. Speaking of just one idea, the habit factor is free when you go to audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals with the number two. So he said the books you read and the relationships you foster over the next five years will have a remarkable difference on your life. I would, of course, add the habits and skills. And now you know the very best way to develop those habits and skills is to follow par. Plan, act, record, and reassess. You can always get that free template at thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. All right, my friends, that's it. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace.